What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the Words with Wade podcast, episode 163. I am your host, uh, Wade Blogs, a.k.a. Mr. Quid Pro Quo, a.k.a. Worldwide Wade. Yeah, I was thinking of, I was thinking of different ones. I mean, you bought you bought the passport is here. You bought to travel. You got to throw def- the worldwide way. I'm definitely there. worldwide way. I'm definitely worldwide way. Um, I never go broke. My name got two G's. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you play kill after that one. Uh, yeah, it's me. The wait for it. Uh, Wade blogs joining me. Uh, from a, a, a secluded location, secluded, I like uh, <laughs> Scandula Davis, aka uh, Miss Harem, aka the Sweet Talker. Sweet Talker. Good job. I'm glad you pronounced that one out that time. <laughs> right. Say it correctly. Scan is here, y'all. Hey everyone, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> That'll probably be so cute. Hey everyone, I'm I here. know, right? Because I give all <laughs> the stuff. Hey y'all, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then after that, we just get ratchet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we off the rails after that. Right, I get real passionate. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most. That is the most innocent portion <laughs> of oh, every sure. episode. Hey y'all, right. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, that's you're right. You're right. Other than that, it gets pretty. It's pretty raunchy. It's yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. Pretty passionate. Yeah. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, straight out of the dungeon of the rap. Chill. <laughs> straight to it. Chill. Straight to it. No hesitation, right? No you know hesitation, me. though. You know me. <laughs> G is here, y'all. I'm here. <laughs> so, in I guess what we call pre-production. I warned everyone that I have to give this disclaimer. For the last, I don't know, few months, I've been saying without supporting certain people. Has it just been months? Maybe it's, it's been years. Has it been? Has, years? It, has it been since last year? No, because I feel like we had we talked about this person on the show earlier this year. I feel Did like. We? Okay. I feel like maybe I might be wrong. It's been a lot of shows. Um, yeah, never know. Talk yeah. about the damn months. Right. Exactly. And I, I swore the last time we talked about this person, we wasn't gonna talk about him no more. But look, here we are. Hey, here we are. As you said in the words of Al Pacino, every time I try to leave, they pull me back in. Back in. They pull you back in, huh? Oh, just, when uh, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back pull in. Me back in. in. Better, in better words, who was it? Chinky. Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. <laughs> I don't know if that's better words than Pacino. I mean, nothing I better than Pacino, but I mean, keep it on brand, you know, hip hop, all this stuff. I uh, dig, I dig, I dig. So here's the thing. It was a slow news week this week. Not a lot of stuff happened. Some music came out, you know, other things happened that we'll get to. But the, the big story that we really can't avoid, and I know other podcasts are talking about it, and... Let's be honest. If we didn't talk about this, we had a twenty-minute show this week. Uh, Kanye went on a Twitter rant again, 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 again. Um, and this rant, 
ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all angels, uh, was probably the most coherent rant he's ever had. Mm. He really actually, now. he actually, actually had some points. Some very valid points. Some, not all. Some of this shit was just crazy. Some of the shit was just Kanye. Just Kanye being Kanye. <laughs> some um, shit was just Kanye. <laughs> yeah. Just Kanye being Kanye. Some shit you just ignore. But some of the shit was very Kanye. Yeah, some of the shit was very, very valid. Now, unfortunately, I am not gonna go through everything in his rant because it was like a three-day rant. And I'm, I'm not gonna do that. Thank uh, you. Thank <laughs> but we're gonna cover some some highlights here. Uh, I guess the thing that stuck out the most is him pissing on his Grammys. Uh, that was kind of what? His, his Grammys. Grammy. His Grammy Awards. He he took a Grammy and put it in the toilet and videotaped himself pissing on it. Are you serious? That yeah. was kind of that was kind of awesome though. I mean, I'm not was, even I mean like, I'm considering not the history of what rappers have done to Grammys, I yeah. thought because you know Jay poured some drink out of it. Yeah, um, Drake had did something with his like. Yeah, the, the, the typical thing with the Grammy is you pop a bottle of champagne, pour it in there, you drink the champagne out the Grammy. This is the cup. But yeah, <laughs> but the show, hey, and yeah, he pissed on it. Yeah, this don't this don't mean nothing to me. Essentially, what he's doing, this don't mean nothing to me. I'm gonna put this in the toilet and I'll piss on it. I'm with that. That's that's that that's. Uh, a level of disrespect that a lot of people are not willing to go to. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely with that because you have to deal with the ramifications of that. I think he'll get away with it because he's Kanye and people just say, oh, it's Kanye being Kanye. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, uh, of course, the Grammys... It is Kanye will, being Kanye. Yeah, yeah. The, the Grammys would never ask him to host. <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't do right. that in the first place because you never know with them. He can't do a show, but who cares? Yeah. It was a statement. It was a, it was a political statement he made about the Grammys not being worth anything. And he didn't care about them, and that's fine. I'm all with that. I'm all for that Kanye. Um, what what? And I'm not going in chronological argue, order of the argument. So Uncarnation, don't try to get on me like, hey, you skip this, you skip this. Now nah, I'm just covering some highlights. Um, what was interesting about this? was the master's conversation, the record industry conversation. Um, he had proceeded to post his contract, the entire 100-page contract, online for everyone to read. Oh, he, oh. Kim, oh. Kim, Kim. I'm not going to lie. I didn't read it. <laughs> Where are you, Kim? Kim, this is this is your duty right now as the wife. What's happening? You let him loose again. You're not supposed to let him out the house. What's happening? I thought y'all was getting him some help. He was in he's in Nashville. Mm. No, no, Wyoming. Somewhere. Wyoming, yeah, Wyoming. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's bunkered down. Yeah, yeah. Is um, he? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, that's the only time she can't get to him. <laughs> That's a hell of a man cave. You got a man cave in Wyoming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the entire state. Man cave just fucking spouting off, huh? Yeah, exactly. Like, fuck it. I'm getting on the plane. Right, right, right. I'm no, going I'm to saying, Wyoming. And I'm going to say, fuck you. I'm sticking a needle in my arm. Like, Jesus. 
You feel me? Like, I feel like they'd be sedating him. He had to go to a space where they couldn't find his ass. Exactly. <laughs> Look, you know the, what I mean? even off on the tangent, the shit that he started building in Wyoming, the permits that he was getting was, at first it was supposed to be an amphitheater, then it was supposed to be something else, and now it was just, I, I don't know what the fuck it is now, but apparently that's his, that's his safe haven. This, so, I don't know if he's actually in Wyoming, so don't quote me on that. I'm just, you know, He's making assumptions. being able to do what he's doing. Exactly. Right. He's somewhere That's where he has full control of himself. Right. <laughs> and, no, and nobody is helping. <laughs> no one. After she just said she was going to get him help. What happened? Uh, she went on a shopping spree. I don't know. Yeah, no one is helping. Never I mean, came back home. Shit. I want to I pull up the contract here. Because, well, highlights of the contract. I'm not talking about 100 pages on this damn show. I'm not a lawyer. Um, Please, God, no. I See, wanna... and that's, look, just on a sad note, that's why some artists, well, the vast majority of artists, just be signing the shit. They don't, a lot of people don't want to sit and read a hundred pages of legal jargon that they don't understand. They sure don't. When you're sitting in a conference room and they're saying, hey, long as you sign this piece of paper, we can make all your dreams come true. Everything that you were trying to do to get here, we got you. Here you go, this amount of money. We got you. We got right. you. Like, let's let me like way said. Let's cover the highlights. All right. Exactly. So, it, right. in this paragraph, this just says that hey, uh, any advance money that we give you, this and a third is gonna go towards X, Y, and Z. Blah 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 blah. You ain't really gotta worry about that. This is, you know, this is you pay back the company for you know expenses that when you're on the road. But you know, for the most part, we got you. And the funny thing about this, um, his contract, and just highlight the contract, one thing that stuck out to me was that it says here uh, he got $8 million in advance for his, for his studio album, Yeezus. So let me say that again, because I know I talk kind of fast. Def Jam Universal gave him $8 million to make Yeezus, that album, which for a lot of people, I thought it was a good album, but a lot of people said it's one of his worst albums. All right, so hold what? on, hold on. I got a, I got a, I got a question. Okay. So was this his initial contract when he signed? Um. Now or, that I or not. is this a renewal contract? Now that I do not know. I know this. I know this is his current contract. I can say that. Okay, so I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna say it's a renewal contract then. But the the numbers here, and of course. Uh, granted, I've never been an artist with Kanye's stature, so I can't sit here and eight million tell for for an album. Okay. Oh, that's nothing. He got eight million for Yeezus. Then Universal paid him three million in advance, plus cleared his budget for Life of Pablo. Let's see what else we got here, and an additional four million to clear samples and make records. Um. Numbers here are staggering. That's a lot of fucking money. A lot of money for trash albums. That's that's the one I want to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> like if you said he delivered my beautiful dark twisted fantasy with eight million dollars, I'm like, oh, money well spent. 
again, I personally like the Yeezus album. I thought it was a pretty good album. Life of Pablo was trash. So they gave him Life you know, Life of Pablo was trash. About um, seven million dollars fed out. Yeezus, I don't I don't remember listening to Yeezus. If I if I if I remember his discography, Yeezus came before Life of Pablo. It was the album right before. Okay, yeah, I I gave that's why I fucked up because I didn't listen to Yeezus because it was just like, brother, did, I don't know the whole title and everything. I just and what was going on at the time I couldn't fuck with. I was like, you you got your head too far up your ass. Yeah, understandable. The life the life of Pablo title and how the artwork and everything seemed, it seemed like it was going more back to an artistic base. So I gave it a shot and the album sucked. I was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah, okay. Well, that's official. Let me unsubscribe. Yeah. <laughs> that's my new shit. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that nigga at all. I'm on, my, I'm on my YouTube I'm, shit. I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even mad at that. Um, something that I found ironic was Kanye also posted what he think should be involved in record contracts. And I want to go through that because it's, I, I find it funny. And I'm going to tell you why I find it funny in a, in a minute. But let's just go through some of these things. Um, he says, let's see. The artists own the copyright and the recording of the song and leases them to record labels for a limited term, like one-year deals. Um, the record label is a service provider that receives a share of the income from a limited term. Basically, an 80-20 split, split with the artist. You know, uh, let's see what else he has. Um, the important thing we just talked about here, lawyers. The first thing that changes about record deals is the actual lawyers. We need plain English contracts. A lawyer's role is to improve deals, not to change, not to charge the contracts we cannot understand or track. Rewrite the deals to be understood in plain English, which I think. I think any contract should be that way, but I think that's yeah. A I think that's point. a fair argument. Yeah, especially if you're giving someone a hundred-page contract. Like, yeah, like we literally just said like. Yeah. Um, artists must be dependent on no one but themselves to manage that catalog. You should not need no one else to understand the business you're in. That I wholeheartedly agree with. I agree to an extent. I'm gonna tell you my extent. Because there's a lot of young artists in the industry. Do the research. Like, at the end of the day, so my counter argument with that is you have young men and women that are graduating college at the same time they're graduating high school. So they have the same 24 hours in a day that everybody else has. So if you're passionate about something and you really want to do something, you're going to find a way to do it. You're going to, you're going to carve out the time to, you know, read what you need to read, execute what you need to execute. Like legit, the, the fucking post that I had read the other day that was that I share with a lot of people was about the procrastination thing. Yeah, so, so. yeah, and it, I, it would, <laughs> it it hit me so different. Like literally, it was like procrastination is the arrogant assumption that God owes you another opportunity, 
another opportunity to do what you had time to do. So you, so somebody who's scratched and scraped and done extra versus somebody who says they want it but don't put in the work doesn't doesn't match up to me. So I understand maybe like some like a counseling session or something like that. Or, you know, like when you go to a library, the librarian can recommend books that you, you know, you could talk to them and say, hey, you know, I'm interested in this subject. What do you recommend on me reading? Something like that. But for somebody to flat out do the work for you and you just sit there and do shit, nah. So, I, mean, I agree. I, I agree with that. Like, I mean, as an independent artist, it is your responsibility to manage your catalog, to promote yourself, market yourself, um, get your studio time together. Like, that's that's everything that you do before you before the the labels come knocking anyway. So it's it shouldn't change. It shouldn't be anything different. Once you're sitting at the conference table with them and they drop that hundred page contract in front of you like y'all came to me right so everything that y'all pass everything that y'all see me do y'all know I'm capable of the only thing y'all might be able to do is give me a little further push mm-hmm. either across the continental US or maybe overseas so it's not so much I need a record deal. I need a distribution deal. I need a platform. I need a larger platform. Right. So just to Uncut Nation, all up and coming artists, independent artists, that's that's the main thing. Learn your craft. Learn, learn, the, learn the craft and learn the business side of the craft. Please, God, learn the craft because some of y'all motherfuckers can't rap. <laughs> thing, nothing wrong motherfucking with thing. You carry rap. a goddamn. So, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with telling your homeboy, like, look, um, just go ahead and read this book. I'm a rap, and we gonna put it together. You want me to write? Because I can write. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some some niggas just need to write, yo, for real. Like no bullshit. Some niggas. There's nothing wrong with that. Exactly, because literally, I you're still it. you're still an artist in my opinion, because you're able to still verbalize that in a poetic way. Exactly, Doesn't mean that you can you can't maybe verbalize it through your mouth to make it sound good and make it flow as it needs to, but you definitely can write those words down for somebody else to do it for you. I don't see nothing wrong with that shit. That Not at all. Not at all. See, yeah. and that's, that was a conversation that we was having a little while ago, and the person that the conversation sparked from was Jacquees. Mm-hmm. Was because... I flat out said I don't like Jacquees. And they was like, why? I said, he can sing, but he does too much. Very true. He does a lot. He adds more than what he has to. And the person responded with, 
he's he sings with a rapper mentality. He has Does rapper he? he has rapper ad libs. And I thought about it for a minute and I thought about most of his ad libs. I said, yeah, he does. He sings and tries to perform and act like he's a rapper. It's the jagged edge thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I got your point. Yeah. But then, matter of fact, I think me and Benny was the one that's talking about this. And we both agreed his earlier work was better. Now that he's gotten a little status and everything, is it is it kind of sucks. It suffers. Now he's just making shit to get by. Right. But you know, he has the rapper mentality, you know. I'm the king of R&B. I'm the king of all this shit. Y'all can't fuck with me. This and the third. Ooh. Is it? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but his pin game is trash. Ooh. His pin game is trash. That nigga cannot write a fucking song. That shit sucks. He says the same thing in every fucking song. And every fucking song, it fucking sucks. Like the jump with him and Chris Burrell? Uh, yeah. It would have been a lot better if it was just Chris. I mean, well, of course. It's Chris. But it's Chris. So yeah, we way off on a tangent. Yeah. Let me, let me finish the, um, <laughs> I just wanted yeah, let me, couple let me, of uh, examples of how that point that Ye made is beneficial. Yeah, yeah, he that's why I said this is one of the few rants where he said a lot of he said a lot of good stuff. But I think because it's Kanye, people want to ignore it. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Kanye like, oh yeah. Kanye keeps ranting off crazy shit. Right, it's gonna be like, oh yeah, whatever, you crazy. But now, nah. right, and <laughs> hey. sense. Like, hey, he he has some valid points here. It's a thin line between genius and insanity. A very thin yep. line. Let me and I here. told y'all, I didn't think that maybe he, I didn't. I told y'all for a moment, I didn't think that he was necessarily crazy. I think no. they used that shit as a fucking cop out. But then again, what do I know? Maybe he is a little bipolar, and they just can't control him. I don't know. I just feel like it's some. You trying to tell me out of all the stars we've known who's had problems, they've never, they weren't able to get help. You telling me that you can't, you can't get this nigga no help if he really has a problem, like. Oh yeah, I've heard you're telling me he must be fighting y'all. Like he must be like on some Arr, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <he's the man. laughs> that like that's what I'm picturing here. Like, I don't understand. Like, if you went out in public, you came out in the public to make it known that this man may be bipolar, or you're basically saying that he did it. Okay. And it's hard to, to get him under control. Or it's hard to get him to take medicine or whatever excuse that they gave here. And yet somehow he was able to get in front of a camera again. So is he really bipolar? Or is that was just like a fucking cop out? Like, were you just trying to cover your own head? Were you just trying to make him not look crazy? Like, at this point, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, I firmly, I firmly believe they're using this to their benefit. You know, yes. I, I think the Kardashian um, motto is no publicity is bad publicity. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. I really it. feel like the only reason why she came out when she came out was just to make herself not look so bad. Mm-hmm. But however he makes himself look, I don't really think she gives a fuck. I'm going to be honest. Okay, what I, don't, I really don't, but I don't know what their home life is. You know, once again, I'm speaking on, this is why I don't really go into entertainment shit because I don't really know what goes on behind these people's yeah. doors. 
I can only make assumptions, and I hate making those type of assumptions. Look, for but, all you know. we know, she's right next to him. Like, yeah, baby, she's saying correct. Correct. <laughs> for, for all you know, cards and shit. You know yeah. What I mean? Don't forget this. Not oh, holding cue cards. <laughs> Baby, you need your charger? Because you, you're on a roll right now. If you want to put it on the charger. Wrap it up for a break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back, baby. <laughs> Fucking crazy. I just don't believe it. It's just, it's, I just, it's hard for me to believe that that his wife and the mean well. It's just really hard for me. To, and I'm not even saying that he's an angel either. I just feel like that cup, those two people getting together just seems really, really strange to me. Like, I feel like it was on some really, well, you're famous and I'm famous. So, you know, you're not bad looking. I'm not bad looking. I'm not bad to have on the arm. So fuck it. You know what I mean? I don't have any kids. You don't have any kids. So let's, let's you know, like they tried to make it like a power couple thing. Yeah, 1,000%. love here. Like, okay, so... They they did that with uh Michael Jackson and um what was Elvis Presley daughter. Elvis yeah. Presley daughter. Yeah. Um Jay and Beyonce just happened to work. I mean yes, yeah, yeah, I fucking said it. Listen, for every Jay and Beyonce, it. we have Nas and Khalees. You know what I'm saying? Like it does it doesn't always there work. There we go. It does not always work. It does not always work. No, it definitely doesn't. I felt like that was a horrible matchup. Not not Jay and uh I mean Nas not Nas and Khalees. No, no, not Nas and Khalees. Um, or Jay and Beyonce. No. Uh Kanye and Kim. That oh, shit yes. was a, it didn't make any fucking sense. It was a fucking horrible matchup. It was a terrible matchup. Like I don't know what I, you know, it just wasn't even believable. Like look, whatever dark room they set in. With their cloaks and cowls on, with the candles burning and drummed up this shit. I told you. (laughs) You laughing, but I'm serious. I really feel like those. Whatever animal they sacrifice for this shit. They pulling some fucking practical magic. Dad in vain. The goddamn craft. I can keep going. (laughs) I actually like the craft. I do too, but what I'm saying is I feel like... (laughs) That's that's when that's when I realized I kind of like goth chicks a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Because you feel like you can be dominant to them, like they're into that nice and you know dominance of being smacked around a little bit. No, it wasn't so much that. It wasn't so much that. It was just kind of the look, and you know, a little sexy. Something different. Yeah, a little sexy, a little dark. Let's say that for sweet talk. <laughs> Look, I want to get I want to get to this one point here about the con- about Kanye's new contracts here, um, royalties, which I think is important. Um, says, it is. That's extremely important. You need a business manager to to read how you did question mark. So you pay to see your money, no more. Royalty portals need to show, and they do not nail. Every song you deliver, every store you are in, how many streams per song, income per song. All that needs to show. They are for your entire business. Every audio file, every asset, every deal stored with the money. Money and music must stay together. When your team ends, download it all. When your term ends, download it all and leave. So essentially, it's, it's the age-old argument: what's a stream worth? And you need to know how much it's worth and how much you're getting per stream. Exactly, and also. 
um, different places that you can get the money from the stream. Because okay. I found out uh, a lot of independent artists who have BMI, have ASCAP, uh, you know, have all of their business in place, didn't know that when a club spins your record, you're supposed to get paid off of it. But but the thing about what I've learned about royalties and stuff, especially with streaming, is the percentage is so low of what an artist makes per stream that you have to stream an absorbent amount of, of times to make a decent a decent amount. Which I don't agree with. I don't think no artist agrees with. Um, and I think that's just still based on the fact that streaming is still still kind of new and fresh mm-hmm. and basically it's like it's like we I'm gonna say it like that it's like we we was always illegal till they figured out how to get their money off of it mm-hmm. yeah now that they figured out how to get their money off of it it's starting to be legal everywhere so until they fully put a plan in place or a machine in place to get their money off of streaming, the artist is not going to get their just do off of streaming in the meantime. It's just always going to be a constant battle, constant fight, constant uh, uh, red tape situation going back and forth. Yeah, I only agree on that. But my question is, with Kanye himself being a label head, right? Why don't he enact these policies with his artists? What, what I'm saying? Well, I mean, good music, right? Big Sean. Um, Push is the president of the label. I don't know who else, what designers off the label. So I don't know who else is on the label. But why don't Kanye just say, you know what? I'm going to lead by example. Because he's in Wyoming. Yes. yes. <laughs> but I feel, like, I feel like it's the same thing with um, the, the argument we had about, about Puff a couple of months back. Right. It was like, well, Puff with, with Mace. Like, hey, Puff, you on this whole black empowerment thing. You're doing all this stuff. Do you make his publisher? Yeah, give him his publisher. <laughs> Same thing. Okay, Kanye, you want all the contracts to be this way, set up this way? Why don't you do that then? Set up your, your contracts for your artists that way. Oh, because it's easy to, to say it mm-hmm. in the moment that we're going to do this going forward. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll say it, it's like the presidency. You can be in that chair for four years and sign a bunch of shit, bunch of policies and procedures into effect. They do not really start to show themselves until after your term. So yeah. the next four years to eight years after you sign them. Yeah. Which we saw a prime example that happened when Trump took office. Exactly. And he started taking credit for shit that he had nothing to do with. Exactly. And if people don't know this information, then then they are the idiots that follow behind and like, oh my God, you're right. Trump is doing all these great things. Look at these, look at the changes. Look what's happening now. No, it's something from fucking five, six, seven years ago. Exactly. (laughs) It's a time for you to exactly. (laughs) It's a gradual process. It's the same thing with that. So it's it's one of those situations like I'm pretty sure 
Well, I can't say I'm pretty sure. I'm not gonna speak for Puff Money. The way he flaunts his money makes me yeah, want to speak. Of it. Yeah, it makes me want to speak for Puff Money, but I'm not gonna speak for it because I have no idea how much Mace Publishing is actually worth. Right, and that might be more than what Puff actually has liquid to just hand over. I mean, that's that's a, a great or, argument. Or it might be like, you know, I'm not I'm not liquid with that amount. You know, I gotta I gotta get rid of a house, or you know, I gotta sell a couple cars or something to hit you off with that. But you know, we black folks, we 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 bought it, we push it on the payment plan. My nigga, just give me this every month, <laughs> and we keep, and we keep it pushing. But um, no, nah, I agree with you though. Wait, like if 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 he's gonna if Kanye is gonna make that point, then going forward from that point that he's made that statement, going forward, his contracts for any artist that he signs should embody that. One thousand percent. Put your money where your mouth is. Walk yeah, walk. so it, it's not going to be instant. I don't think he's going to backtrack with Big Sean and uh, Push and all of them. But going forward, you know, when it's time for them to renew and any other artists that he signed, yeah, those those details should should definitely be in there to be beneficial towards them. If he's if he's really about what he's saying. Exactly. Exactly. Um and then he also mentioned with his contract, he's not going to release any more music until his contract is over. Which that doesn't make sense because most of the time, the way to get your contract done is because you you're obligated for a certain amount of albums, yes. and then at that point, your contract is done, and then the label decides based on how much money you've made them. <laughs> If they want to make more money off of you or not, right? So, so I mean, I don't know how his contract is stitched, and I and I completely understand his contract is online. But listen, I am not a lawyer. I went to law school for one year, uh, so I didn't hey, finish. You went. You went. I did, didn't finish though. Um, so. You went. You name how many name 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 somebody else you know that went to law school. I know a couple. I went to law school. Oh, um, <laughs> the point is, scan you I went to law school. Listen, I can't read that shit. I ain't go to law school. I can't right. read that, so I can't interpret what the contract means. Um, I know there's better people than me who have read all 100 pages, and they'll tell you. But my only my only issue is that um, just standard contract contract is either a term, which what sounds like Kanye is operating off a term, like you know, hey, in five years my contract is over, I can leave. But most record contracts are for a set amount of albums. You know, give me five albums and we'll renegotiate. So I, I want to see where that goes. Um, something else he mentioned, um, he said Drake and J. Cole owe him an apology. Yeah, uh, I, I want to know what for. One thing, I'm, I'm sick of him mentioning Drake every five minutes. Like, I'm really sick of this, this whole him and Drake issue. Like, every rant Kanye has... It's, it's like clockwork. It's like maybe the fifth or fourth tweet. And me and Drake. And me and Drake. Yo, that's, that ship has sailed. 
Like but when a man fucks your wife, you yeah. never get over it. I guess. But I I'm mean, sorry, Uncle to... Nation. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just allegedly. I'm just throwing shade and slander. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> but I mean, if he signed up for it, then you know he's a, he's a what they call it scandals about this. What's this stuff? No, that sounded wrong. Scan, oh shit! Yeah, that is show. Scan show specializes in these things. So specializes, it specializes in a man. In, no, no, no. In that conversation, what is that called? Like when a man allows another man to um, fuck his wife or whatever. I don't know if there's a particular name for it. I mean, it probably is because that's a talking about when you sit there and watch. Yeah, yeah well, it's a fetish. It's a voyeurism. I know what it's. I I know what it's called, but I can't say it right now. Okay, oh, yeah. copy that. Um, but it is referred to as some type of voyeurism, though, because you enjoy watching someone else have sex in some shape or form. Now, if it's your spouse, then yes, there's probably a particular name on that. I'd have to look that up in the meantime. I'll be back to you. A couple. A couple. I said it wrong. Look, read the word. I'm, I'm reading it right now. I said a cockle. Yes. It's not a cockle. You don't call it. I've never heard of a cockle. It's a Look it up. Is it a cuckold? Am I saying it right? Uncle Nation, let me know. Uh, I don't a know. Wait, definition of a cuckold is not simply a man whose wife, girlfriend cheats on him, but rather a man who actually gets aroused by knowing or seeing her, her in sexual situations with other men, such as flirting, kissing, fondling, or sex in particular situations where he is not participating, but instead marginalized just observing or even completely ignored. So example, you should have seen Frank smiling as his wife was flirting with other men at the club, even allowing them to grope her. I swear it was giving that crazy cuck hold a hard on. Told you, I knew what the term was. <laughs> hey, hey, man. So Listen. That also falls under the category that they also enjoy watching their wives get like uh, gangbanged. Yeah. Um, they also like a uh, headbang. So that's basically like all the guys are just giving. She gives head to all the guys until they all bust on her face. Yeah. I thought that was a, a bukkake. Yeah. Is it I bukkake? Thought, isn't that? I don't know. I've never heard that term headbang. That's that's new. Yeah. I'm about to say the yeah. headbang term was new. I heard, I know bukkake. Well, bukkake. There you go. Whatever. Okay. Either way, um, she's doing head. a lot of head and she's giving it to all of them. Look, look, we're about to look it up. Head, head. bang. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been so shit I just made up. Look that up. Now, it's a fan or performer heavy metal music. That, I'm about to say, that's what I know a headbanger to be. Yeah, the headbanger. Some, right? Something mad, to do with heavy metal music. A mad or eccentric person. A headbanger, but you know what though? I'm I'm really, um, that's a rumor I've heard for a while now about them that he was um a cockhold or cockhold or however. And who's this? Who's a cockhold? Kanye. Kanye. I've heard that for a while. Let me look. Look. Let me. I've never heard that about him. Can I see that? Can I see him being into that? It doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think it would be to the extent. His ego is too big to be in a way of being right. Um, yeah, he does have a huge ego. Okay, so let me. Okay, so let me specify. There He's only allowed people. to watch it on tape. No, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> he 
he can't be he can't be there last. There's a difference between different cuckolds too. Like there are some men who actually just like enjoy also being belittled at the same time. Where like you know the guy will talk about how big his cock is while he is fucking his wife, and the guy has to sit there and watch it, and like then talk all that mess and this that and the third. And then you have some that just get enjoyment just from watching their their mate have sex or be involved with somebody else. Period. So. I don't think he's going to be for the whole uh, you can nut all over my wife's face, but then again, you never know. But I feel like his ego is too big to allow that unless we don't really understand their their marriage dynamic. Do you know what I mean? Right. Well, I mean, he often often said his wife got famous from her home video, which is alluding to the whole, you know, Ray J. And if if he's cool with that, not only cool with it, but rapping about it, then that's what I'm saying. It's possible. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's not. I'm not saying that they don't maybe have that type of taboo relationship. It's possible. We don't know what goes on behind these people's doors in their bedrooms. Right. That's the whole point of my other show. Is that's why we talk about that. There's a yeah. lot of things that people do that you would be surprised or into, but they don't talk about it only because it's considered taboo. People treat you different. They they make you look like something's wrong with you. Amen. What what I always say what two consenting adults do is what they do. That's their business. Correct. As long as you ain't hurting nobody. Exactly. Then by all means, carry like, on. Yeah. The key words: two consenting adults. Correct. You know what I mean? <laughs> two cons- and of age. Exactly. Damn it. That's exactly. a shame we have to say that. Exactly. And both of of age. Yeah. Both. Yeah. Male or female. Yeah. <laughs> You know what two consenting adults do. So, Correct. um, but yeah, he also he also mentioned like I say, he said Drake and J Cole owe an apology. Uh, then of course we have the whole Mace come out and said, "Well, hey Kanye, you owe me an apology." Um, what he's referring to, <laughs> what he was referring to is um Kanye had a line in one of his raps where he said, "Um, don't leave while you're hot." That's how Mace screwed up. Uh, and Mace took offense, uh, and Kanye kind of addressed it. He he didn't apologize, uh, but he did address it. Uh, he said, "Let me let me pull this up so I can quote it verbatim here." Uh, let me see here. Where is the tweet? I have it here. He says, "Mace is right about that line. I always felt funny about that line." Mace is one of my favorite rappers, and I base a lot of my flows off of him. I'm the king of, ooh, can I get away with this bar? So I reap what I sow when the next generation does the same to me. So he's kind of saying, I'm sorry, but not saying I'm sorry. Like, I shouldn't have said that, but I'm not going to say I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, he sounds like he's making a very uh, cancer type of response of apology. Yeah, yeah. I hate those type of, I hate those type of apologies. You like, know, you know, I said what I said because I meant what I said. And if you didn't like it, but I still said it. So, you know, we're here. <laughs> right. Like, hey, I said what I said. And if you took a, uh, you took offense to what I said, then, you know, that's on right. you. But I said But what you I said. must have really pushed me to make me say what I had to say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Mm. Well. Kanye is up to being Kanye. You know? Yeah, that's that's all it really it boils down to. Kanye being Kanye. Yeah, just Kanye being Kanye. You know. Yeah. He then also meant, went to mention that Puma is trash, 
and he's going to oh. reunite Puma and Adidas because he's the head of Adidas. And, you know, Puma is, Jay-Z's kind of the head of Puma. So right. he's going to reunite them and have both of their houses working together and design for Puma. Um, I don't put him behind anything. He doesn't need design shit. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I know a lot of hype beats are loving Yeezys and all that, but I've never, never liked a pair of Yeezys. It's not my thing. Um, Pumas are okay. So they won't rock, wear them though, but Pumas are okay. Uh, it was just, it was just one of those rants where he touched on everything. Um, right. He finally ended up the rant thanking Eminem for rapping over the. Um, uses gospel remix produced by Dr. Dre, which further um, lends to the the creed or the rumor that Dre and Kanye were working together on an album together. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of months ago, we posted a picture, and there was a picture posted that Dre and Kanye have an album coming out. Uh, I think it was called Oh My God or something like that, something to the effect. Um, right. So by him saying, hey, Eminem rapped over this beat makes me and once again, y'all know I'm not the biggest Eminem fan in the world. Makes me want to hear it, though. Makes me want to hear it. Makes me want to hear it. Um, Definitely makes you curious about uh, how that would come out. Yeah, and I've, I've said a thousand times, M can rap, so I will never take that away from him. It's just some of the shit he rap about I don't care about. Correct. Uh, and I can get that. I, I I definitely see that. Remember, I yeah. told you I said and that's why he even when he raps, he just raps like because he knows that he can rap. You know what yeah. I mean? So, you know, at this point, uh, you know, I'm okay listening to his shit. It's not like I won't. I I'll change it, but at the same time, uh, it's not anything that really makes me want to say, "Oh man, I really got to hear that new Eminem song." Yeah, because I think at this point of Eminem's career, and this is a criticism I've heard a thousand times people say, at this point in Eminem's career, he should not be focusing on, let me show y'all I can rap. Because yeah. we all know, we you, all know you can rap. You've know? already proved that. We already know that. Yeah. So I, I would love to hear Eminem and Kanye or, or Eminem and Dre or however that goes. I would love to hear that over the use of the gospel remix. I'm sure that flow would be definitely interesting. Yeah, I'm sure. Um does Eminem and Kanye even have a song together to this point? I don't even think they have a song I don't together. Think so. I, don't, I don't think they do. and I don't think they do. I, I'm not sure if I want to hear it. Uh, well, like I said, um, Eminem can rap. <laughs> Listen, I, uh, his Call of Duty rap style, I'm all, you know, if you know what you're going in for. Not the Call of Duty rap that's style. That's, that's what we call it. That's the Call of Duty style. Like, like, you know what you're going, you know what you sign up for. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm cool this with if I know, hey, I know M is coming with this style. All right, M, go ahead. But if, if I'm expecting more, it's kind of like my criticism of the Big Sean album that people seem to be killing me online for. Uh, trash rapper, trash rapper, trash rap. Yeah, yeah. It's funny how you say you said fuck that. <laughs> like, hey, if you know this is what you signed up for, then hey, you're fine with it. But if you're expecting something more, then that's when you get fucked up. Right. But speaking of Drake, let's continue on with Dr. Dre here on the rundown. The rundown. The rundown. The rundown. I found this super hilarious, and I want Scan, you got to join us on the rundown. I found it super hilarious that okay, we all know Dre is going through a divorce right now with his wife of twenty plus years. Um, uh-huh. Apparently, she's filed for, I guess, um, ownership of his name, and. The the term the chronic. Why? 
Exactly. <laughs> she's petty. Uh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, like, why, 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 why? Apparently, the way the story goes is that Dre filed, Dre trademarked his name and the chronic in 97. Apparently, they got married in 95. So? So, so? under the terms of the divorce, you know, you split things in half. She's like, oh, half that belongs to me. It's a prenup. They're still disputing that, too. Remember, she's being super petty. So she's, She stated that she was actually forced to sign the pre- prenup under right, the yeah. Remember that, yeah. yeah. She That's fucking signed it. Uh, that doesn't mean she wasn't forced under distress. We still don't know that. Yeah, but but, that. but but that it has to be proven. Correct. I'm not saying that it's not true, and I'm not saying that it is true. But what I am saying is we cannot throw the possibility out the window. That's all I'm saying. If she can approve it, if she can prove it, then hopefully she can. Because I would hate for that you throwing shit out there like that and you have no way to absolutely prove that. You know what I mean? Very true. But at the same time, you can't throw the possibility out the window. Can like, I be a can I be a little ignorant here and get your opinion? Uh go ahead. How would a man put you in distress to sign a prenup? Well say I'm not gonna marry you unless you sign it. Then you're not then you're not. I, I feel like that if well, that's the okay. conversation that happens. That's if it was the conversation. Yeah, if if that's the conversation that happens, it's like then I don't love you. At some at some point, it's an exit strategy. I mean I that's that's he that's, could have threatened, he could have from my understanding, she stated also that he had control of all funding. No, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me let me let me let me let me redirect it. I'm not I'm I'm just asking for your opinion, Scan. I, and I don't mean to put right. you on the spot, but I don't mean like with their situation. I mean if it came to you and a guy was trying to marry you, like how would they pressure oh. you into how would they that, have the ability to pressure me? Yeah, like I because I don't I don't understand well, how you can pressure somebody into that. Well, first of all, there's a lot of other things there because we don't know and we don't know when the prenup took place. I don't know if it was before or after they got married or or whatever. Sometimes people, I know I'm trying to think. That's the problem though. Like I like to look <laughs> at all angles. Like you're asking me to just go off of just that. No, I'm so, asking you to just go off of you. If a nigga, if if, if Dr. Dre was you putting a ring on your finger, he was like, look, Sam, you gotta sign this joint. Oh, we not getting married. Is there a way? I, I would feel honestly that it wouldn't be fair for him to kind of do that. But then again, okay. I understand it because of what he does for a living. So I wouldn't be necessarily opposed to it. But then again, I am also the individual that believes in just having that natural way of things moving. And I feel like that kind of takes it away. Agree. Then it makes you question. It makes you question your love for someone. Yeah. So now you're making me choose. So now I have to make a decision. Do I walk away from this man because he's making me sign a prenup? But I truly love this man. Like, I'm in love with him. I love him. I want to marry him. So you know what? I, you know, at this point, because I want to be with you, that's what I'm forced to do. 
So I feel like that's where it becomes a scenario where I don't know how she would prove that on her end. But for me, if you're going to base it off of me, first of all, I'm not that type of person. I looked at the list of the things that she wants the money for. We talked about this on our show on Sweet Talk, our yeah. last episode re-recorded, okay? We talked about this. And as we broke down the list of things that she was asking for, I literally said, I must not be able to wrap my middle-class mind around this shit because none of this shit is entitled to you, at least not the amount that you're asking for. To me, it's a bit ridiculous, okay? But at the same time, when you're used to a certain lifestyle, I think, is what gets their mind, I said, what gets their mind, what gets their mind wrapped up that that's a lifestyle that they should continue to maintain. And in my opinion, I don't agree. I'm not saying that he shouldn't support you, at least for an extent. Now, from my understanding, also for the $2 million a month yes. or whatever. She asked for $2 million a month. Correct. It's supposed to be for a limited time, for like six months, I think, or something to that extent. Now, let me tell you why I only think that's reasonable. Because we broke this list down. Now, some of the things that we said, we were like, what the fuck? Like, why are you entertaining people for 950 some thousand dollars, right? Like, why do you need that much money to entertain people? But at the same time, when you're in that type of lifestyle, we don't know what type of uh, sponsoring she does. We don't know what type of investing she does based off of the funding that he does provide in that. We don't know what type of entertainment that she does because of who she is. Those are a lot of things that we don't know. True. Okay. So if it's for a temporary thing, so that way you can get all your shit in order. Because if it comes sudden, like you're getting divorced and you have all these other obligations that you're used to already attending to, and now you're getting divorced and those things may not no longer happen, it could tarnish her reputation. You so you're, you're talking about if more so like this is a short-term investment type thing like i basically you have things on the books that you have to attend that can be beneficial to you and your income coming around and you're using it for those purposes so at that point at that point when the you know three months six months eight months however long it is is over with you have now positioned yourself in a position that you that your investments are now or whatever it is that you were doing is now funding your lifestyle. Correct. You got whatever you needed to get in order. So that way you're not just flat on your face for all the things that you're involved in. You know what I mean? To me, I think that's reasonable. They've been together for a very, very long time. These are people who were married for only six years or seven years. We're like 20 some plus years. So as a temporary move, I can understand. Now, do we need to go back over the list and really break down why each item costs the amount of money? Then I'm sure that's what they're in your, them and their lawyers are doing. But to go back to your initial question, if it was based off of me, I would feel forced because now I feel like you're making me choose between me loving you and me signing a paper. So like, If I want to be with you, I have to sign this paper. And it's because of what you do, which I understand. But then again, it's just, it's really, it's really, ah, it's a fine line, man. It's a fine line. You know what I mean? And 
I, it's one of those things that I may not necessarily agree with everything, but I understand it. I get where the concept comes from, why it's necessary. And look, now they're getting divorced. That's all so I was asking. Yeah. So, you know, now look, he needed a prenup. All these years later, now they're getting divorced. So I definitely understand why they need one. But it does cause, I think, a strain on a relationship off top just because of that type of pressure being applied. Like, we could be together. Or I would be the type of bitch where I'd be like, well, we don't need to get married then. If that's the case, I don't have to be legally married to you. We could put something in paperwork in case something happens to you. You feel me? All those things can still be put in some type of place if you're not legally married, at least in my opinion. Because that was another thing we that was another thing we talked about on our show as well was the question of is it necessary to get married? And my argument was it wasn't. And See, they my, made, my concern my was that. Yeah, my co-host made some valid concerns. You know, they made some valid points. You know, like for instance, if you passed passed away tomorrow, I wouldn't be able to get shit if me and exactly. you were together. Exactly. You feel me? So I understand that. I completely get that. But that's what also wills are in place. And that's what I was you know? about to say. You can put that in the will. Correct. You can put that in the will. That's not something you have to get married to have, you know? So I, I feel I like mean, shit. taboo thing. People I was about to say sad shit. I was about to say, it's been cases where sad chicks was on the insurance and then he got the insurance claim after the nigga died. And Correct. the wife... And the wife couldn't do shit about it. Couldn't do nothing about it because he signed the paperwork for her to be able to get whatever he had for his life insurance. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, it's planned out because, but let's be honest, at this point of our lives, everyone lives individually, you know, knock on wood, God forbid something happens, like we don't have wills set up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if, I, if I have an artist hat right now, knock on wood again, shit's fucked up. <laughs> you know what um, I'm saying? <laughs> Don't have wills, but I definitely have life insurance. Yeah, I have um, life insurance. There's no, there's no GoFundMe for me. There's no GoFundMe for me. I have life insurance. I got paperwork. So, you know, I, I do feel like it's a very, very <laughs> sensitive area. More for, different. More it's a very different. sensitive. It's a sensitive area uh, when it comes to talking about prenups. So, yeah. at this point, just to wrap that up, it really depends on how she's able to prove it. You know. I'm not saying that it's really what happened, but who knows? Who knows? Dre was a thug nigga too. You feel me? Like, let's not forget when she got married to Dre, he was on death row. Yeah, this is very true. He he was fucking with Sugar. He was fucking with Sugar back then. But you think you think all you think he came from the hood, being this professional business person with these billions of dollars? No, (laughs) (laughs) he was out smacking niggas too. Like that's what his music was about. Him with the I Jerry curl, uh, smacking niggas with the Jerry curl, uh, smacking bitches, calling bitches hoes and shit, you know. <laughs> so it's not hard for me to believe that he may have not slapped her once or twice every once in a while. It's not hard for me to believe it. Does it make it okay? Absolutely not. Could have been forced. Could have been. Could she be lying? She could be too. Only we'll know in the days of our lives, waiting for I- more news to come. I think I think one thing that might get overlooked that you said was the fact asking sours like puts a bitter taste in somebody. It does. It's no, it's no way like around. That, just just even bringing that shit up can like even bringing it up can literally 
because it taint gives, the whole situation from, right, from the beginning. It gives the impression that they don't trust you. And that's not necessarily the case. It's really just trying to protect your assets and your investments that not hopefully 30, 30 years down the line, you're not an angry ass, bitter old woman or you're yeah, a bitter yeah. ass, old angry man. There's a lot of things that go into play there. And that's why I don't like when people say, oh, I would never be like this. Oh, I would never do like that. You I have no fucking that. idea. You have no <laughs> idea what you're going to be like in 10 years, let alone tomorrow. Yeah. You got half. You got half. Matter of fact, hold on. Dre worth a billion. Eh? <laughs> he's worth a billion. Yeah. He's yeah worth a Dre billion. got a whole fucking billion in the bank. You feel me? He could go <laughs> the neighborhood if he wanted to. Yeah. I mean, opinion, I feel like you know that six month thing she asking for is reasonable. I said if she was fucking smart, she would do like I said. I said without a lot of money, man, I would bought me a whole neighborhood. I'd have bought me a bunch of apartment buildings, a bunch of bunch of businesses, and maybe that's what she's going to do. We just don't know. So but this is this is my thing with any celebrity spouse. And I say spouse because it's not limited to a woman, because it can definitely go for a man. It happened with Mary mm-hmm. J last year when Correct. she went through it. Correct. Exactly. exactly. It, it, it goes both ways. It goes both ways. If the if the celebrity spouse, like the one who's making all the money, has the income, has the fame, so on and so forth. Uh-huh. If their partner is just completely dependent on them. Like their entire lifestyle, like they basically don't have no job, no income, no nothing. Like mm-hmm. basically they, they're they a child that gets fucking allowance is how I look at it. Which she claims that's what he did with her, but go ahead. That That's that's how I look at it. It's just like, you ain't got to work, I'll take care of you. Here go a little money for you to do whatever you need to do. Go shopping, you know, go out to eat, whatever. You're basically okay. getting an allowance. If you're okay. in that position, I agree with like a six month time frame. Yeah, it allows that, you time to get all your, your exactly shit whatever you know, you whatever on your feet. Take care of yourself. Get your investments together. You feel me? Like, you know. But I don't feel like that's something he should have to do for the rest of his life. No. no, 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 definitely. That's that. That's my point. Definitely. That's my point. It's like I so you're you're asking for this amount of money because you've been afforded a lifestyle that you know was that provided for you. To that, that's how you live. Exactly. So at that point, now you have to get out and make your own way. Here goes X amount of dollars in your lap for a certain amount of time. Make it happen. If you can't make it happen after that, that's not on your your partner to continue your lifestyle. No, absolutely not. Absolutely She's not. a lawyer too, right? That. I don't think. I don't I, think that. I, I have no idea. What that does. I don't. I don't feel that he. I don't feel that any man is required to fully take care of a woman to the day she dies to maintain a certain lifestyle. Okay. You mean even when they're married or not? No, what I'm saying is when they're married and they're getting divorced. I'm saying in that type of we're talking about on their level. Oh, 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 you mean if they're getting divorced. That's what I'm saying. Usually like divorce. No. Okay. 
lives. And now think on their level of money. Don't think on our level of money. Oh our no, no, no. If, if we're if we're parting ways, no. I, I I it is no it is no longer my no, my Mm-hmm. I'm not required to do that. Right. What there is now, if you're married for a certain amount of time, you are required to do a certain amount of spousal support. So that's why I say don't think on our level, because on our level, it's reasonable and it makes sense that she gets spousal support from you if you guys have been married more than 25 years. Doesn't mean you're going to be paying $1,400 a month in spousal support, but it would be some type of spousal support. No. Because in reality, you say no, but in reality, no, I'm saying no, like no, as in I agree with you. Like, okay, so now on their level of money, that's where I stop and say, okay, there should be no reason why you think this man should be giving you $150,000 a month in spousal support. You feel me? Right. Like, to me, now I feel like you're being unrealistic and now you're expecting someone to maintain you being at that level. That's not your job. If your job does not bring that income in, that is not that man's responsibility to keep you at that level. What is what is his responsibility is to make sure you're not out on the fucking street. Do you understand? There's a difference. I dig There's that. I dig that. You know what because... I'm saying? Because after all these years that we've been together, regardless if you made that 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 most of that money or you brought in the most of that, at the end of the day, I was your supporting wife. Now, whether she was a good wife is another discussion. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a legitimate good wife, a wife that was there for you for the long nights, for the for the shows, for the tickets, for the gossip, for the drama, for the for the new shit, whatever else she had to go through to, as being your partner and being your supportive backbone. Believe it or not, y'all say it all the time. Women are a man's backbone. That's a fact. Y'all are strong by yourself. You Actually. Really but with a woman behind you, y'all can go fucking far. The right actually, way. actually, I say a woman is the net, not the backbone. Well, regardless of however you want to word it, the point is she's put her me. time in and her dedication to you as her wife. And I and I completely agree with that. I completely agree with but everything that you say. Yeah, yeah, because because at that point, anything beyond that is just like, all right, you taking advantage of it. Like you not that's ridiculous. Why yeah, you you not trying to get out and do nothing for yourself. You ain't trying to build nothing for yourself. You just want somebody to take care of you. Right. So let's break that down. An average home, even a beautiful average home that is three or four bedrooms, is looking at two fifty, three hundred thousand dollars. Right, paid out full, and that's here in the state of Virginia. And there's other states that housing is much fucking cheaper. So you're telling me with you getting $150,000 a month in spousal support, just just giving an example. I'm not saying that's what she asked for. Right. You're telling me, ma'am, that you can't maintain a comfortable fucking lifestyle off of that amount of money a month. That to me is what makes you fucking greedy. Yeah. Because it is not his responsibility to make sure that you can go fucking get Gucci bags whenever you feel like it. You need to go find you a whole nother man then if that's the case. Or yeah. go get it yourself. That's just period. I stand firm. Now my two co-hosts, they didn't agree with me too much, but that's what makes me the black sheep. <laughs> well, no. Well, <laughs> well, 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 hey, look. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, if you can't, if, if after six months you getting that money and you ain't been able to flip it, that's on you. 
You yeah, then you you yeah, yeah I'm about to say you're not a hustler for real, and that might be part of the reason why the shit fucked up in the first if place. You can't take ten two million dollars a month for six months and be straight after the six months, the very first matter of fact, fuck six months, and you're not straight in three months, you're terrible with money. That makes no sense. Because yeah. at that point, that's where you need to be sitting back with your accounting office and everybody else who you work with and say, okay, what do we need to cut? What needs to stop being done? You feel me? What needs to be cut out? And that's this the is, problem. This, this is a thing. I've women who get in those type of, you know, extravagant rich man relationships. They feel like they're entitled to a certain amount of money to maintain living like that. No. Bitch, you can be comfortable and still live great. Are you insane? I think that's the key word, entitlement. They're entitled to it. They, they feel like they've done it this long. They A lot of them say they've given up their life to listen, support this listen. man. And if they were really smart bitches, they would stay right in that motherfucking marriage and say, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Just don't bring that bitch on my side of the house. For real. You talk about it, talk about it. Bitch, what? We got a prenup too? Nope, I'll stay right here. No problem. <laughs> you don't think I won't have some side ping, ping, ping on the side? You're insane. I will hire me a new butler and that's how I have an argument all over again. Are you insane? No. No, this is not going nowhere. And it's a whole Skin is a whole nigga. Like, nah, you can, nah, you can rock. You can rock. Best believe I'm a rock on my side too, nigga. And I dare you say something. <laughs> say something. Say something. I wish you would. Especially you got a prenup. Let me really get into it and say you've been fucking around on me. Stop it. Don't do it. Let's just play nice, nice. You live in your house on this side of the world. I live in my house on this side of the world. Do whatever the fuck you want from that. See, this is how those entanglements happen. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, guess you still together though. They are. They are. Exactly. They are. And he flat out said he was like, Yeah, I never thought I was gonna talk to you again. (laughs) Look, I rest my case. I rest my case. Yeah, yeah. I mean. The old school pimp line is cheaper to keep her. Cheaper to keep her. Like, I feel like... um, That type of money, you damn right it is. Yeah, yeah. I feel like... um, Apparently, she's a lawyer. Drape her through school or whatever. So she's a Mm -hmm. lawyer, too. Hold on! Wait a minute! (laughs) He paid for her to go to school. It's great. No, no, no. How ironic is that? How fucked up is that? Yeah. I pay for you to go to law school and you're going to turn around and try to sue me? <laughs> the irony. Get the fuck out you. The nerve of you. <laughs> the she needs my nickname. That bitch needs to be named Candlewood. She's like, oh yeah, pay for me to go to school and I'm going to sue your ass nigga. I'm going to sue. Look, pay for me to learn all this shit so yeah. I can get all your bread. Right. God damn. So yeah, I know I make a lot of jokes and stuff, but I think it's reasonable for now. And as long as they can play cordial, but I don't foresee this being cordial. I don't see this. Well, the good thing is, no, I don't see this being cordial. Children involved, all their kids are adult age. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, you mean this? uh, Oh, let's clarify that. There's no children involved as far as them fighting for custody. Custody or child support. The the children are always involved. Yeah, yeah, the children are always involved. 
Yeah, if anything, he can take care. If they're in college and shit like that, he exactly. can do that directly. He don't need to give her money to take care of that. Exactly. You know I mean? exactly. So that's what he means by there's no children involved. So that's a good thing, at least. But man, this is definitely going to be a battle. Right? She's going to have to For the love of money. Got to get this money, man. Divorces. Um, I think we talked about this last show. Maybe we didn't. I don't know. Uh, of course, Cardi B filed for divorce from Austin. Right? Uh-huh. And rumors were flying around that he's fucking around. He, he got a love child coming. Got another, he got another woman pregnant, blah, blah, blah. Um, Cardi was like, nope, none of that's true. We just grew apart. That was her way, way of trying to take down the gossip. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think that's true from Cardi. Cardi, Cardi has a reputation of not giving a fuck. Yeah, not giving a fuck and being like brutally honest, like in the moment, and then the backlash comes. It's not a well thought out. I, I'm going to execute it this way so it works this way and it, it is perceived this way. Cardi doesn't has never seemed to have that approach. And that's not no shade to Cardi. I, I, that's one of the reasons I fuck with Cardi is because mm-hmm. it's just like, however she feels, she's going to fucking, yeah. she's going to fucking speak on it. So the, the way it was going was just like, look, y'all out here with all of this extra shit. That's not what the fuck happened. Right. Me and him just can't stop fucking arguing. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. Hey, I'm tired agree. of fucking arguing. That's right. it. <laughs> I'm tired of not being able to agree with this motherfucker. Like, yeah, like it's 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 a real and and as much shit can go down in a relationship. To be quite honest, that's like one of the most draining shits in a relationship. It's just like you just don't agree on you just don't seem to agree on anything, You're whether it be minor or major. It's like. It is very exhausting. Like, why you keep hanging the toilet paper underneath? Hang the toilet paper over. Like little petty shit. Well, if, if even if <laughs> even if a person can't compromise with you because you may not be able to agree with everything, but you still got to show an individual that you understand where they're coming from and you need to empathize with what they're saying to you. That's what makes it more meaningful. You're not always going to agree, but when you start becoming in, in a situation where you guys are just constantly arguing, like there's no understanding there, like it's just what it is, it said what I said, that whole stubbornness that's back and forth, then yes, it's not going to work. Absolutely. Well, okay, so good relationship question for you. Go ahead. I love these. So when and how do you set do you decide who compromises? It's not about whether you decide that for the other person. It's about you being able to be the beggar person and make that stand. Now, now what now, if you feel like you're the one always compromising, though? That's where it doesn't work, then. Because if you're the only one that's willing to compromise, then yes, you're going to have to separate your ways. Some people don't know how to learn unless you're already gone. Mm. Very and that's true. Mm. Mm. Some people... Mm. Can't have nice things. Come on, uncut. I hope y'all paying attention. Okay. This is true. 
We driving Joe's the night. That want to lease a twenty five thousand dollar car and want to make twenty five dollar payments. It doesn't. <laughs> work oh, 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 oh. I like that metaphor. <laughs> Facts awesome. don't work that way. You can't do it that way. Both parties have to be participants, and if only one is doing all the work, then yes, you're gonna walk away. At least that's what you're supposed to do because you're not supposed point. to tolerate that shit either. Yeah, it's nothing exactly. worse than trying to work something out with somebody that ain't trying to work with you. That that's is very relationship true. Advice. I heard something um, growing up, and I've always wondered how true it is. It was like, regardless of any relationship, there's always going to be somebody who cares more. Yes. And the person who cares less is the person who controls the relationship. Because that is the true. Because the person who cares more puts more all- energy and work into it. Exactly. And also gets triggered anytime something happens because they care more than the individual that actually is triggering the problem. It's also some type of narcissism and manipulation. Stay away from that type of shit. It's called a red flag. Yeah. Well, how can you stay away from it if that happens in every single relationship? It's a red flag. What I'm saying is, is when you first get that indication that that's the type of the interaction that you're having with that, inter- person, that person, if they're gaslighting you, it's a red flag. That tells you you may not want to continue with this individual. Mm-hmm. Some things are just natural. And that's what people forget. That whole bubbly feeling you get that everybody talks about in the movies, that shit is real. You do actually meet a person and get that little butterfly feeling because y'all are just vibing and the energy is passing back and forth between you both. Now, if that shit's not consistent, that's what? Another red flag. Because apparently mm-hmm. this person is not as interested as, as you are. Hmm. what people really want they really go for and you threw that shit out in the show early on that goes with anything you do in life period boom very much so boom we driving jewels tonight god damn Ooh. we might have to do like a a, a, a spinoff relationship show off of words <laughs> <we drink. laughs> look, look, and in this look and look and i'm still single <laughs> That's because you see the red flags coming. Uh, no, I don't. I be fucking up too. Don't get it twisted. I fuck up. I fuck up all the time. That's why I don't laugh at women because we all. That's why you on. see the red flags coming. It's no. It's no way you can see. Well, see, I'm colorblind, so my colorblindness is red greenness. Sometimes yeah. I got to get a little closer to see whether it's red or green. Correct. And that's where our downfall comes in. We clearly see the red flag and we will even call it out and be like, you know, this shit don't, this shit ain't right. I don't, yeah. I don't think she's cool. But you know what though? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. You know, it may not be too bad. That my problem be- is. My yeah, problem I want to say, wait, you, you kind of quiet. No, my problem is I see a flag. I'm out. <laughs> my, wait, so I don't care what color flag it is. He has that ability. So wait, say if I see a flag, I'm out. Fuck what yes. color it is, I'm out. But you know, at a certain point, say, I don't talk about women in a negative fashion when it comes to that type of shit because I can tell you myself, I have played in my clown makeup. I sure have, but I like to play with my clown makeup in private, not out in the public. You feel me? <laughs> So if I'm a fucking clown, let me be a clown by myself. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to show anybody else I'm being a fucking clown right now. Because a lot of women do it. And not one woman can tell me they've never done it at least once in their life. It's just something we do. It happens. It happens. It's a challenge. 
There's a challenge. Life. You feel me? Like we, especially women who are nurturing, we we get pulled to people who need to be fixed. And it's unfortunate because we can't fix everyone, especially if they don't want to fix themselves. But we pull to people we feel need the nurturing that maybe are missing something. And it's unfortunate because a lot of niggas don't realize that shit is right in front of them until the bitch is gone. And then it's too late. I mean, I think it's everybody in life. Um, I've, I've actually talking to my sister. I've been on this lately. Got to be, be got to do better with protecting my energy. Sometimes you yeah. draw people to you that are not good for you. And you Correct. Got to be better with like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. I can't, I can't rock. Somebody that's good to you, you know what I mean? Like treats you good, treats you with respect, shows you all that love and affection, attention, and all those things that make you feel wonderful when you wake up in the morning. That shit is not abnormal. And you're not asking for too much for that type right. of shit either. Right. So, something fortunate them two got divorced or they're getting divorced, you know. But at and the then, same time, I feel like she could do better anyway. So and then you. you never know because recall they broke up before. So they might have filed for divorce and they might be back together next month. Correct. Yeah, I was about to say this didn't this isn't the first time this this is this is the other thing that bothers me about a lot of this shit. Marriage is not a fucking relationship. Like that whole death do us and, you know, putting in the effort and trying. I still believe in that shit. That's why I ain't fucking been. That's why I have not been engaged. I have not been married. Because it wasn't the movie Knocked Up. I think it was the movie Knocked Up. That comedic movie dropped a very valuable gem, huh? Knocked up. Oh, not knocked up. Not knocked up. Just married. That's what it was. Just married. Oh, oh, that's what the. Don't say their names because I don't know them by their actual names. I don't know them Um, by their government names. (laughs) I'm terrible with names. Anybody who knows me, like, really knows I'm terrible with names. I'm great with faces. Terrible names. So am I. But. The whole premise was they just got married, went off on this extravagant honeymoon and everything, and everything went fucking wrong. So by the time they came back, they were ready to get uh, an annulment. Yeah, so um, his dad, him and his dad was talking and flipping through like the family photo album. Yes, for young uncut nations, there's a such thing called a photo album that you flip through that has oh, actual no. like developed pictures and Polaroid pictures that are stuck underneath. Did you really need to break that down? <laughs> <laughs> Piece, like pieces, pieces of really uh, cellophane. You know, it's a book that you flip through and see pictures. I think they know that. I think they know that. But thanks. I, for- I think they just know the cloud. <laughs> Either way, it was a statement that was made, and the son said to the dad, "He was like, you and mom were so happy." He's and the father said back to the son, "He was like, you would you would get that from looking at the pictures." He said, "What you don't see is the time between." That it takes to get from each smile. Correct. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> That's when game work deal. I yeah. was like, oh shit. Like the shit ain't all sunshine and rainbows. Everything ain't always gonna go the same, go the way. It's not supposed you to be. You can't have the good without the bad. There has to be a balance. It's a yin and a yang. Correct. The sweet wouldn't be as sweet without the sour. There That's we go. Right. 
Can't have the sunshine, sunshine without the sunset. Yeah, so it's unfortunate that they're splitting up, but sometimes that's just what it's got to be. You know what I mean? Um, I, I feel like uh, people who are in the entertainment business have more challenges when they're married um, just because of the lifestyle that they live. Now, yeah. am I saying that they, it's much more different? Probably not as much, but a nice little chunk because yeah. there's a lot of things that they deal with that average married people don't deal with. Right. Right. But I hate to say it, but goddamn it, the money would make up for the difference of that shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly. <laughs> I don't think niggas can't make this work. I'm just trying to understand. <laughs> Once again, you know, you got a lot of resources at your fingertips here. You know what I mean? So, but then again, I don't know what they go through. I don't know, you know, some people, but I do feel like people do throw hands. They just give up. They just say, fuck it, you know? And I don't agree with that. I don't agree with people just being like, fuck it. Yeah. Same hands. here. Like you. And they haven't if, been married very long. You know what yeah, I mean? So, yeah. Look. Yeah. You get you gotta thug that shit out sometimes, yo. Exactly. So that's what makes me feel like y'all was just together on some humbug shit. Like y'all got to y'all got that butterfly feeling. Y'all was feeling great in the beginning, and y'all was frolicking through the woods and you know feeling special and shit. And then you know all of a sudden, the nation. Like, I wish I could see scare right now frolicking. <laughs> <laughs> Like they're just frolicking like deer in the middle of the field and shit and shit's wonderful. And then they're smoking and getting high. We should get married. Oh, that would be great. I think it'd be wonderful. I'm ready to have babies. And then the nigga goes on tour. (laughs) God damn. Yeah. Well, hold on. He's on tour, you know? Then he falls into like two or three vaginas. I don't know how many it was. I'm just making it up. It could have been one. But he slipped and fell into a vagina, and Cardi was like, you know what? Shame on you. I need you to leave this random pussy alone. You can't be bringing that type of shit home with me. I know what it's like. I used to strip. I know what these bitches is like. Stop it. And he was like, okay, 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 okay. You right, you right, you right. I'm going to get my shit together. The fucking impressions, right? <laughs> you feel me? The scan show, ladies and gentlemen. The scan show. That's my baby. That's my boy. I love him. Starts buying him shit. Everything's wonderful. Now you just slipped and fell in some more pussy. Now Cardi is at the top of her game right now, as far as music. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So Cardi is like, oh nigga, you are not about to play me on this motherfucker. Oh no. I refuse. I refuse to be out here talking about how I'm a bad bitch and you over here dipping into extra pussy without my permission. You got to go. Now, there's also a rumor that Cardi's quote unquote real boyfriend is about to get out of jail soon. Mm. Mm. So, uh, um, let's see who's um, going to be on a, on a private beach in a couple of weeks. Ooh, let's let's put a pin in that. That, <laughs> that, that, that sound that sound kind of accurate. That sounds accurate. That, that sounds a little you know, accurate. That sounds a little accurate. Private beach, Cardi spotted with a new boo. Yep. Boo boo. Find out background story. Uh, they used to date. He just got out. Oh yeah. And that's gonna be the one. 
that she really loves. How much you want it back? I put a pin in that. Pin. I mean, hey, hey, I hear things, you know. I'm just, I'm just saying. saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. Will Cardi remarry? Wolf said, get the divorce. Will Cardi you know, make some fucking sense? Right? All this and more. <laughs> Next week, tune in. <laughs> well, look, you one more thing. Know. Look, one more thing before we get out of here. Um, Netflix, and this is, and I, I got to do this every time because it's not, trust me, Uncondition, this is not done on purpose. I promise you I don't do this on purpose. This is not done on purpose. I promise you, just life happens. I keep saying I'm not going to talk about any other podcast. And here we go. <laughs> what are you doing? Talking about another podcast. Yep, okay. it's okay. Go ahead. But there's a music podcast called Song Exploder. It's been going on for a while where the host has people come on and explain their songs, how they came up with concepts for songs and how they write songs, whatever, whatever. It's been going on since 2014. Oh, okay. So dope, dope little show. Check it out. Well, apparently Netflix has picked it up for as a TV series. Oh. And it's going to have some people like Pat Allison, Alicia Keys, um, Lin-Manuel, Miranda, just go, coming on, performing a song and explaining their writing process, their thought process, what goes into the song. It's really what dope made them it. write the song? What were they thinking about at the time? Exactly, exactly. What they pictured when they wrote it. Yeah, you know, the works. I mean, for right for music writers and people in the industry, I think it's a good look. Check it out it's on Netflix. You know, Netflix. Um, some of their music search series are pretty, pretty good. A lot of people are gonna be high. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Tad Allison, I, I believe, will be the highest in the room. Quote unquote, the song. <laughs> no, that's 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 who is that? That's um Travis Scott. Anyway, uh, check it out. Netflix October second, called Song Exploder, and also check out their podcast. Tell them Wade sent you. They don't care, but just tell them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't wait any. They don't care. Let's Speaking of which, tell title Wade sent you. Yes, while we're there, while you're there, tell them hey, hey title Wade sent you, and you can get sixty days of free title title using the code Wade sixty W A D E six zero. That's me, Wade sixty. Okay, free title, sixty days. Gotta love it. Um, so you gotta gee, love it. You gotta love it. Gee, what do we have streaming for us this week? Uh, we got Cut Beatles, What's Beatles, uh, Kamaya and Capolo Oakland Knights, Evil Ebenezer and Sealands Ghost Town, Cooking Soul and Larry. Uh, June on season and something I'm really interested in hearing Andre 3000 and Tyler the creator Andre which is basically um, damn I just had uh, it's, it's the Igor cover from Tyler creators last joint but as Andre three stacks okay face but it's like it's three stacks versus over Tyler the creator of production that a DJ did but when Tyler found out that the DJ was doing it Tyler even sent some unreleased instrumentals that he had never put out 
for the DJ oh, to use. Oh, so that's major. Yeah, so it's just like it's 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 right now it's as close as I'm gonna get to a three stacks album. Oh, that's a major move. <laughs> that's a major move. So so I'm I'm looking forward to that one out of everything. Oh yeah, definitely check that out. Interesting. I've become a, I become slowly a fan, and I guess it's not really a surprise. Uh, I'm I'm definitely a Tyler fan. Um, Ego was I think Ego was in my top five albums for that year yeah. that came out. Yeah, um, it was. Yeah, so I mean his early stuff I'm not really with it, but later 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 on I guess he found his voice. That he, Yonkers joint um, that he did that beat was fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah. I mean like Trouble on My Mind, Tyler. I'm not really not really a fan of. <laughs> But you know, later, later on, I'm, yeah, that was my hey, that was my shit. That was my shit. Um, anyway, let's get to scan. What is the vibe for the week? So the vibe of the week is gonna be loner. Make the most. It's got featuring uh her on there. Pretty dope. Check it out. This is loner. Any, anything with her on it. I'm okay with. Absolutely. I that's think a, you'll like this one then. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, so let's go with her and loner. Spin that shit, wait. We make the most. Looking at your smile Staring in your eyes I can stay a while Feeling is a vibe Pick up like we never even lost time I could do this for days I would run a thousand miles for you I could do this many ways But I'ma fall fast and die with you Wanna chase that, going crazy I'm like, oh my, but I'm laid back Gotta save that, time to face facts If you love me, girl, just say that I don't wanna leave your mind to wonder I'll surround you, make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you, that's the goal I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you I'll give you some time Whatever you want, you just say the word We can do the time Lock away the key, that's what you prefer I could do this for days I would run a thousand miles for you I could do this many ways I'ma fall fast and die with you Chase that, go crazy I'm like, oh my, but I'm laid back Gotta save that, time to face facts If you love me, girl, just say that I don't wanna leave your mind to wonder I'll surround you, make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you, that's the goal I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you if we met in another life, if 
dead on a different street Will you still be walking this direction? Will we still be walking at the same speed? Will we still put up a fight? Will you still make time for me? I hope so Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I wanna feel your soul I wanna grow old with you Make the most with you, that's the goal I wanna grow old with you Knows that how to build was Loner with her made the most. Uh, that was a dope video. That was a very deep video. I was not expecting that. Uh, yeah, just, yeah. I, I felt like that was a good, uh, good cuffing song since it's now officially auto. As today, auto. Right. As auto. Yeah, it is officially cuffing season. That's correct. Uh, has cuffing oh. season been canceled because of COVID? No, no, I don't think so. You just got to bring two forms of paperwork now, not just one. You got to bring and two. And not even that. You got to keep your cuffing limited. Like, you can only keep it to one motherfucker that you're going to cuff. You can't be out here getting two, three motherfuckers you're hanging with. Like, you got to have one. That is true. That is just true. Just one is enough. And make sure you know that that one knows that they're just that one, too. It's sad that you got to break it down like that, but that's what it's got to be, you know? I mean, because, you make know. Make on the street clean. You know, COVID, COVID canceled um, sundress season. Sundress season been canceled for a couple summers, bro. Yeah. Like, damn, damn. Look, how you really feel about it? I really feel y'all been fucking slacking. Is how <laughs> I feel. Tell me why you mad, sir. Tell me why you mad. <laughs> I can't remember. Look, I can't remember the last time I seen a good sundress season. It's been about four years. Yeah, well, for me, honestly, this year COVID didn't keep me from wearing a fucking sundress. I was still out there wearing my sundresses and skirts and shit, especially when I would go to the beach. I had a secluded area that I sat in by myself, but I made sure I got some of that sun. COVID was not going to keep me in from that. I stay away from people, but I still Definitely. enjoy my outside. Definitely. I um I saw something that said, they said they're predicting everything should go back to normal by the end of first quarter next year or the beginning of second quarter, which essentially means March or June, <laughs> we should be back to normal. Right. Which is And bananas. then the heat is going to pick up bananas <laughs> that means it's beyond a hot girl summer <laughs> Boy. that means hey, next hey. summer is going to be off the, the chain. chain next summer is going to be super lit oh, my god super lit my god super lit. I, it's going to be oh man everybody going to be out and everybody's going to be doing something everybody's going to be having barbecues and all types of house parties and shit. Oh boy! No, nah, the level of traveling is gonna happen. Like, keep oh, in mind, yeah. keep in mind, like the price has been low all this year. So some people have still traveled, you know, catching the deals in this. But keep in mind, that's right after tax season. 
It sure is. Mm-hmm. So the economies like the they're about to, we're about to have a big boom. Like, oh yeah, to, that's basically what it's about to be. So y'all and find really y'all find y'all stocks that's real low <laughs> right now. Go ahead, throw some money in them. And they also said um, the right now, and we're gonna get out of here because they not apologize. They're debating having us another a third stimulus check to be released in March. They sent out the second one. I'm about one to yet. say, when, when was the second one sent well, out? Appar- apparently, what they're going over is the second stimulus check, if things don't get right, it's an automatic mechanism to have a third stimulus check come out. So if they can agree to that, because the Senate, it's a bunch of stuff I'd be into. Y'all don't care about it. But <laughs> anything that deal with me getting more money, money I care about. I care about. Yeah, they're debating, debating a law which gives a second stimulus check. And if things are not right by March, it's going to automatically trigger a third stimulus check. That's what they're debating now. I'll I'll think about the third after I get the second. Right, right, right. definitely. But until then, I'm not getting my hopes up. Yeah, yeah. One step papers in my hand because I got stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> that is our show. Um, appreciate everybody tuning in. Um, Scan. Where can they find more of you at? Find me on Scan A1 for Facebook, and you can find me also on Three Sweet Talkers for IG, Facebook, and Twitter. And that's going to be three, the number three sweet talkers. Right. And G, what about you? Instagram and Twitter is the same underscore G underscore LI. All right. As far as me, first, of course, you can find the podcast Words of Way on Twitter, um, Instagram, all that good stuff. You can find me on um, Twitter, Instagram. St. Louis, rolling no dubs. Uh, no dubs. <laughs> can't find me on Facebook, though. Cocksuckers. Um, <laughs> Freeway, yo. Yo, speaking of, and this is a whole other tangent. Shout out to um, Aaron Ashley Andrews uh, with her podcast. I keep saying I'm not talking about other podcasts. God damn it. Grab some podcast. It- I'm about to say, if you bigging them up and they friends of the show, it is what it is. Yeah, they, they there's cool. nothing wrong with that. Me and her had a conversation about how, well, essentially, what happened to me and Facebook, how um, platforms are now getting stricter on on music on, and people sharing things. And she was saying one guy had posted something about Star Wars on his um, Twitter, and they deleted his entire back. Same thing happened to me. His entire Twitter feed from like 2009. Because he had a Star Wars playing in the background and it was, you know, copyright protected. So it took everything down. So it's getting crazy. It's getting out of hand. It's not just me. I feel better. It's not just me. But um, yeah, that's why when, you know, we in the group chat on um, the messenger and you post a link, it says unavailable. Yeah. But if you yeah. actually click on the link, it'll still go to it. Yeah. Yeah. Twitter, um, Facebook, Twitter, all these things. It's the same company now. So no. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. Just fuck look, let us do what we do. We exactly. pay y'all bills. Exactly. Exactly. But like I said, you can find me the wave blogs. Make sure you go to words You can find me. I'm saying words away dot com. Um sick word. I think that's it. Oh, also we are now on Apple Music Podcast. Shit. So there is no reason for you not to get your weekly dose of the words of Wade Pot. I'm stop clapping. Your weekly dose of the words of Wade <laughs> You were really clapping at us. <laughs> he was, oh, 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 oh. Right? 
There's no reason for you not to be You don't get this, sis. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, we are on every platform imaginable. So anywhere podcasts are streaming, and if you have Amazon, they just started their their platform, the Amazon podcast. Go there, put in words with Wade. Remember, type it in all one word, no spaces. Words with Wade will pop right up. We so wherever you want to are listen. Googleable. Wherever you want to listen to us, we're there. We're there. Everywhere you want to be, we're there. Okay. So wasn't that another wasn't that another commercial? Everywhere, it was that, we, everywhere um, we want to be, we're there. Was it Visa or somebody? I, I feel I was about to say I feel like it was a credit card. Was that yeah, MasterCard yeah. or Visa? I don't know. I think it's MasterCard name. Tandy, Tandy, Tandy. Anyway, uh don't get hit with no copyright shit. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Don't take this show down. Shit. Uh <laughs> um, so um, as always. As always. You may agree with what we said. Uh-huh. You may not agree with what we said. Okay. But one thing you can agree with. What's that? We keep it uncut. Uncut. Until next time, we'll catch you on the internet. Shit. Shit.